you, are you drinking stuff or do you just have your normal water <gasps> bottle that no, you have all I have is a I got a water of- right now. I'm between bottles of wine at the moment. Mm. Mm, rough t- times at the Wilkinson apartment. I've got <laughs> more wines. I, just, I just didn't put any of them in the fridge. They weren't ready. Gotcha. gotcha. Unprepared. Unprepared. Mm-hmm. Uh, Melissa, let's start this one off with a question. What is the okay. correct way to make and eat a sandwich? What do you mean the correct way to make it? Just just how how do you make a sandwich? Like if you had your standard uh, like white bread that you buy from the store. Right. And you're making a sandwich. How do you make that sandwich? What order do you put things in? Do you fold the meats? Do you put cheese on first? Do you spread the condiments with a knife? Is, is there a certain stacking thing that you do do you cut the sandwich (laughs) which part do you eat first this is a very personal series of questions (laughs) yes we're we're getting (laughs) we're we're asking the real tough questions here on the captain's log cheapers okay so if i'm just making your standard lunch meat and cheese sandwich um i put uh condiments on both breads and then okay uh, usually meat on the outside cheese on the inside and I will typically get the lunch meat that is approximately the same size as the bread, so no folding now, is really needed. You say cheese on the inside. Does that mean it's yeah. sandwiched between uh, two layers of meat? Like there is. I think so. Yeah. Ham, cheese, and then more ham or or something. Yeah, yeah. I think I like a slightly higher meat to cheese ratio. Unless, like, the point of the sandwich is the cheese. Like, if I was having a grilled cheese with, like, mm-hmm. uh, an appearance of bacon. Sure, yeah. You yeah. know, this is this is meat featuring cheese, not the other way around. Okay. Okay. Uh, do you put on, like, lettuce or tomatoes? Or, I mean, I, I guess uh, it kind of depends on what sandwich you're making. But is that something if, you if, generally like? If I have them. Uh, I don't know. I never I rarely go for that stuff in my own home sandwich making because uh, I would be the only one eating them. And if it's like, OK, I want a lettuce and tomato sandwich, then I'm committing to eating lettuce and tomato sandwich for like right. four meals in a row to like make sure I use up the food while it's still good. So normally I, gotcha. I yeah, I, I let others uh, make the produce for me. Like if I'm getting a sub sandwich somewhere, then I want it all loaded up with all the vegetables. Right, right. Now. The meat. How many slices are we talking about here? Oh, mm, depends on how thick cut, but I'd say, oh, like at least four slices. Okay. If it's like kind of like a thinner deli slice. Yeah. Sure. Two sure. on each. Cheese in the middle. There you go. There you go. That makes sense to me. Now, you've made your sandwich. You put the two sides together. What's next? Are are you a cut them in half down the middle or diagonal? You go straight to mouth e- 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 eating it. No mouth cuts. next. No cuts. <laughs> I. The reasons to cut a sandwich are for presentation or um, for transport. Like your kid's lunchbox okay. is only so big one way. Yeah. So like if I'm just up, uh, yeah. put it. 
Right. Like if I'm just having it on a plate for myself and it's not meant to be photogenic, I don't also need to cut it. You're a big kid. You can have one whole sandwich, not two half sandwiches, right? <laughs> exactly. Big sandwich. Big girl. There you go. There you go. Uh, now, you're about to eat the sandwich. It's going towards your mouth. Where do you bite first? Oh, bottom crust. Bottom. is the Now, is the bottom of the bread to, to you the, like, muffin top side or is it the no that's the top of the bread i agree i I agree but (laughs) so you start at the bottom because it's the least good so i just get it out of the way first interesting see i see that i say hey that's blasphemy you start at the top and work your way down I can understand that. That definitely makes sense. But no, I'm not a crust fan. Like, I wasn't one of those kids who insisted that the crust be cut off. But, like, uh, if I have my wits about me, I'd prefer them to not be there. And so, like, I'm not going to cut them off, but I will eat them out of the way first. And I'll start with the bottom crust because it's the crustiest. That's like eating a pizza backwards, like starting with the crust on that one and then working your way to, like, the tip of that slice but a a pizza is a triangle where it makes sense to start at the little bit and end at the wide part bread is like sandwiches it's it's a square like you can start at any side Uh, same same size ratio if you if if you do the 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 diagonal (laughs) cut it is also a triangle It, it is also a triangle well you tell me how you make a sandwich all right so got my pieces of bread there and i start with the lunch meat and i i i do something a little bit strange where i the first two slices of meat that i do i fold in half and then set them Uh down on the meat so they're like semi-circles right yeah with with the straight edges on the outside uh because oh it's like square bread and if you just put the square or the the circular lunch meat on there you don't get meat in the corners okay fold them in half you then get meat in the corners there then the next two slices of meat that i put on there are just straight on circular meat right there then circle my my slice of cheese um Personally, I like a ham and turkey sandwich with pepper jack cheese. Pepper jack's very popular. It it is in 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 indeed. I, I used to go Swiss ham and Swiss, and then I was like, you know what? Mm. I I need to make a better sandwich. So I was like, I'm gonna add How? different meats. Wow, Kyle! I'm living a ham cheeses. and Swiss life right now. That's what I've got. This week I bought ham and Swiss and Hawaiian rolls. Ooh, those are those great. seemed like they would be the those best so compliments good. to the Hawaiian rolls. Yeah. They are good. Yeah. I let myself have Hawaiian rolls like twice a year. Mmm. Living large. Uh, uh-huh. but yeah, so then I, I have my slice of cheese on on top of that. I'm stacking this all on one slice of bread so far. Then Okay. I'm only a fan of mustard. I don't like mayonnaise. Oh. I don't like anything else. So I, I have plain oh, old yellow like mustard, mustard solo work. 
<laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I only like <laughs> mustard, so I go in a, like, not circular, but, like, squarular? <laughs> I don't know what it is. Squarular. Like I have spiral. another question. Like a square spiral. That oh, from the book of sense. Saw. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> I have a question. Uh, are you, like, French's yellow mustard only, or do you get into exotic and textured mustards? I generally, I prefer regular yellow, so I don't really okay. care what brand, if it's Heinz or some off one, or as you said, French's. Um, I, I'm fine with a Dijon mustard. I don't like as much of that because uh, mm-hmm. it, it has a, a stronger flavor, um, but I beyond that, I really haven't ventured out into exotic mustards ooh um but yeah just a just a plain old regular mustard mm. boring ass boring mustard uh is, <laughs> is the life that i choose to lead uh yeah okay. it's 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 in like a square spiral right okay all all the way and it's qu- quite a bit of of mustard that i pu- pu- put on there um, is it so much that and is it so densely spiraled together that there's no need for like a knife to kind of spread it around? See, I think if you spread it with a knife, it's too thin. There's not enough. OK, there. so no, it, it it is pretty dense, but it's not like, holy shit, you want some sandwich with that? mustard? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I've I subway. Sometimes they just don't know how to make a sandwich. I I. So I I've I've gone to Subway and they you know they they I get the like meat and the cheese and all that stuff mm-hmm. and then they're they're like okay what else do you want and they just start reaching for stuff before you've said things I'm like ah, 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 ah. hold up only they're prepared yellow mustard they always <sighs> look at me like what are you five years old and I'm like yeah basically <laughs> and 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 then they they put yellow mustard on but then they often think. That because I don't want anything else, that I want to compensate for that with mustard. I am not a mustard compensator. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> but the, this, some sometimes they, they just go, "Tell me when," and they don't even look, and they just start squeezing that whole thing on there. And I'm like, "Oh my god, stop! What are you doing? Like, I want a sandwich, is- not a soup." Like. <laughs> <laughs> It's two and like, one. Right? God, yeah. must, mustard based soups. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> but like, I don't like, <laughs> I don't know who in their right mind would want that much mustard on a sandwich. I like mustard, but not that much. It, but I, so, so, so yeah, I, I, I like a good amount of mustard. Yeah. In the second slice of bread, if I'm feeling fancy, I will put some barbecue chips on my sandwich. Ah. But I will put that. I, I, I will put the second slice of of bread on that, and then flip it, and then take the bread off and then put the chips on that side so it's not touching the mustard and it won't get soggy yeah uh, yeah yeah 
yeah, so I, I I like some kind of like barbecue or like spicy jalapeno chip uh, to to add some some texture, but no lettuce, no tomatoes, no stuff like that. I I don't like those. Okay. No, thank you. Um, okay. But then I eat from the top down from one of the corners. I go corner, okay. corner, center, corner, corner, center. Because 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 if if you eat all the way across, you have that like half of the sandwich that's like smacking you in the face <laughs> there. And it's like smacking. No, yeah, you, you, you don't want that. You don't want the sandwich smacking you. <laughs> I feel like none of these are the way that you see uh, a sandwich being eaten in cartoons and illustrations where it's one big bite out of top center. Right, which which is the same thing. Like you bite so far in, and then you have like sandwich smacking you, right? It's just like, <laughs> right? I feel like biting straight into the middle of the thing makes you feel like you're uh, a Jaws or a Jurassic Park. Sure, yeah, yeah. But see, it's it's the it's the like corner where I I can like there there is no smacking. It goes all all the, yeah. all the way in. Right. It's it's yeah. like it's like a slice of pizza in that sense. And then I go to the other top corner and then the center has that nice part that's sticking out. And like you can you can eat that and you'll have nothing some smack in you because it's on the one step. No smacks. No, no sandwich smacks. Now, I have another question. We've been talking okay. about eating strategies for square sandwiches. If you've got a sub sandwich, uh, how? All right. So if if they've cut the bread all the way through, they're terrible. They're they're monsters. If if they have one side that is still at- at- attached, right? So it's more actually like a like a long taco in in that sense, right? Sure. Then you you start with the side that is is still is uh, is is not or the, the, you start with the side that is cut. Uh, I've never seen anyone it, start with the closed side. That's... I have. And it's been a disaster for them, and I'm just like, what are you doing? You should know this, and it would it'll just like like squirt out. It's just like, what are you doing? Don't don't eat a sandwich. Like, where have you eaten sandwiches? Makes no sense. Where have you? But I so, but yeah, and then if they cut the sub in half, uh, like if 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 you got, if you've gotten like a foot yeah. long, then I just I start with the side that is cut. If that makes sense. Yes. So. Smart, I think. Uh, but that's I think so. What I do. Yeah. That is what I think the correct way to make and eat a sandwich is. But some of these people out there are heathens <laughs> and they 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 just do that cir- that circular meat and then they'll bite the corners and all they get is bread. And it's just like, no, that's. There, 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 there's no like bread to meat ratio. <laughs> I've wrong. done that sometimes so that I get like extra meat in the middle and like I just eat the plain bread bits at the beginning. Uh, I just get it out of the way. Just get it out of the way. Sometimes the sandwich is art and sometimes it's just fuel. 
Like I just need to Sometimes accomplish sandwiches feel as quickly as I can. I just need to, I'm never very happy that I'm eating a sandwich at home. So I just want the mm-hmm. process done with. Okay. Okay. That's fair. We put a lot of hard work into the shows that we make. And yes, we make multiple different shows here at the whatnots and we'd love it if you would check them all out. You can find out more information on our website at thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. If you want to support what we do here at The Whatnots, patreon.com slash thewhatnots is the best place to do that. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of exclusive content at our $3 tier, and you can get a shout out and thank you on all of our shows at the $5 tier. You can support us on Twitch by subscribing to our channel at twitch.tv slash the whatnots. And we would love to have you all join us for our live streams and talk with us in the chat. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a sweatshirt or a mug or something else, head over to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. That's fair. Melissa, let's move on. All of that stuff. Uh, <laughs> enough sandwich t- talk. This is just a random thing. We were talking about like, sandwiches for, I think, 15 solid minutes. Hey, sandwiches are good content, okay? Food related <laughs> content is gold. Because you can get it's a lot. Just ask the Doughboys, hey, yeah. Hey, don't tempt me. I will go back to the Mountain Dew fan wiki right now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Melissa, how has your week been? It's it's been fine. Yes. There you go. Yes, I fine. got a burger yesterday. Well, just trying to look back, think on the highlights. I ate a burger. I watched Dark Man. You you've watched a you watched Dark and Dark Man this this week. Right now, now I was watching a movie only called Woman. Man. <laughs> Darkwing Duck. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Hi, Sam. Are you from? Hi, Sam. Sam is Hello? in the chat and says, I missed 20 minutes of the podcast because I was dying my hair. You missed good fa- old wow. fashioned sandwich talk. We were discussing Sandwiches, the Sam? correct way to eat a sandwich. So. There you go. So you, you watched uh, Darkman. What is Darkman? I'm not familiar with this. This is a movie that is directed by Sam Raimi. Came out in uh, the year of our birth, 1990. We're both one dark man old. There you go. It is his homage to like old universal horror films and like pulp heroes. Like, sure. like your shadow, like your. Uh, Who knows? The Phantom. The Shadow. Yeah, knows. those. Yeah. Right. It's one of those. And it's it's Liam Neeson. And he works in a lab where he's making fake skin, but the skin completely melts after a hundred minutes because <laughs> it's allergic to light. It can nice. live a little okay. bit longer in the dark. Right. And then his his girlfriend, Frances McDormand, uh, like gets involved in some you know, accidentally wanders into like shady dealings of some kind. 
and like she had stole an important memo and the memo is at Liam Neeson's office. And so they blow up the office to get rid of this memo because it's the year 1990. And if you destroy that one piece of paper that the information is on, there's no copies of it anywhere. Yeah. They blow up his lab. Uh, he's 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 terribly melted. So he has to learn to like take this still developing skin technology and apply it to himself. Uh, so the movie's a lot of him boy. like from from the oh, skin boy. Ca- ca- county. <laughs> that's what I'm imagining. Skin boy. We also watched uh, in this movie club, we watched Con Air, uh, not Con Air, Face Off recently, a movie about okay. faces, making faces, faces in a lab. So this is a, a weird niche we've stumbled into. Interesting. Yeah, so he's just scanning faces and printed faces off and wearing the faces and he's like all melty underneath. And he like, Francis McDormand thinks he's dead, but then he goes back outside and he's like, it's me, I'm alive. And, but he can only, but he can't tell her what happened, and he can only be around her for a hundred minutes at a time before his skin starts to melt. Yeah, it's uh, an absolute madcap film. It's it's so pulpy. You can definitely tell does, this. You know, like does the does. character have to do something to like maintain the skin? Like, do they have to like constantly put on lotion or something no, to like moisturize it I or? No, I think after a hundred minutes, the skin's just donezo, and he has to make new skin. And so he just has. We to don't shed see him like reuse stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He just like pulls it off like it's Mission Impossible, and he has to print a new face like Mission Impossible. I. So it's a precursor to yeah. Mission Impossible, and it's it's like the year after Batman came out. You can see like some Batman in here. You can see a lot of what will become Spider Man in here. It's that sure. same like very heightened like melodramatic sense of reality yeah it's a bonkers film there's a and the editing's wild like dark man keeps having all of these frantic hallucinations of things that are haunting him and there's flames and people laughing at him and there's a scene where he takes francis mcdormand to the carnival and he's trying to win her like a pink elephant and the guy won't give it to him and he snaps and he just beats this guy up it's <laughs> It's a wild time. It's a beautiful, beautifully, weirdly shot film. Uh, I truly enjoyed myself. I recommend that you watch Dark Man. What What is the name of of this uh, niche genre that we have discovered? Faces in a lab. Oh, as he, has, labs, has. lab skin. You know the lab skin. <laughs> Go to Netflix. Look for the lab skin heading. The the skin lab g- g- genre. The face melters. Yeah, right. Right, right. <laughs> the shadows. I was thinking. I was thinking this week about how a lot of movies don't change very much if you put the word "the" in front of the title when it wasn't already there. Like Titanic and the Titanic. That's the same film. But I was thinking that there's a very big difference between Greece and the Greece. <laughs> The definitive <laughs> article. <laughs> the definitive <laughs> Greece. Like a movie called The Greece well, is some it, splattery it, horror movie where like yeah, John it's, Travolta it's, just melts. He's got like an eyeball of hanging like off the his thing face. Or the blob. Yeah. Or, right, yeah. right. It's the stuff. The the, the grease the is mist. the stuff. The happening. <laughs> 
happening was just called happening. There's some movies where adding or removing a the changes it completely. That that would be the perfect opportunity for a for one of those like terrible like up dog jokes where they're like what's up dog they're you know some guy gets to the the ticket thing at the movie and he's like name what's happening and the guy goes like I don't know what's happening with you. Wow, if only that movie had come out several decades before when you all you could do is just go to a theater and point right. at something and you right. never saw a trailer or knew a single read an Entertainment Weekly article. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so you watched Darkman uh, and then I, I mentioned watched Darkman. We are watching Dark, uh, the G- German Netflix show. Uh, we are watching that for our podcast, The Review Show. This week, so mm. Melissa, you and I will be discussing that on Sunday. Uh, in fact, we will be c- c- covering season one of this show on Sunday, but then for the next two months after that, at the end of each month, we will be c- covering uh, season two and three of that. Mm-hmm. As well. I think that's one of my favorite sh- shows. It's <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's all I'm really g- going to say for right now. It's really okay. good. But, it is but, it is yeah, very yeah. impressive. There you go. There you go. You guys can find our full thoughts on that on the review show later on this week. Yeah, we've stuff. yet to do it. Uh, Sam says, what about Garth Merengue's Dark Place? Ah, yes. So Another dark name? title I should watch. There you go. Ah, that's a good one. I haven't seen that in a long time. I'm I'm not familiar with that one. Either. Oh, it's it's some British comedy series from like the mid 2000s. Uh, it's got uh, Richard Ayoade in it from like the IT crowd. Um, okay. Another guy whose whose name I don't remember, but he's been in a lot of those British comedy series like that. And it is. <laughs> The show is a pulpy horror show from the 80s. Like it's made in the mid 2000s, designed to look like an extremely low budget production. Sam says from Matt like the- Barry. Matt Barry. That's his name. Thank you, Sam. Yeah. So it's <laughs> so it's super, super cheap looking on purpose. And it's about like an author who's writing novels and you see the author and then you see like he like introduces the episodes and then you see the story he's writing and it's about like a cursed hospital so it's like a medical drama but also everybody's like like, there's always a demon or a monster interesting that actually it's very very neat it's very silly i like it a lot (laughs) Speaking of things that are very, ser- very silly, I also just watched Top Secret for the first time since I was like 15. Top, Top Secret. Secret's still pretty good. I don't I, I you're naming all sorts of things. I'm just like, I have no idea what these are. Wow. Time to learn, Kyle. Top Secret is the follow up uh, from the guys who made Airplane. OK, that that I know. Yeah. It's uh, it's Val Kilmer's first role, and he plays this Elvis type uh, the rock and roll singer who's very popular and he goes to like Cold War East Germany 
to like perform. He's like the first rock and roll allowed into the country to perform at some cultural festival. Mm-hmm. And he gets embroiled in this uh, underground resistance spy nonsense. Interesting. Okay. So it's got Val Kilmer in it. And then at one point he encounters an old scientist played by Alfred. Played His by Alfred, Alfred is there. Okay. Interesting. So I'm, I'm wondering, this is a weird memory that I okay. ha- have. So you know the, the song Moon Dance? It's a marvelous yes. night for moon dance. We've covered moon dance. Um, so I, I discovered that song when I was really, really young. And it was on an album that I don't think, because it's, it's a Van Morrison song, right? Is that who it yes. is? I, so yes. I don't think the version that I listened to, to, to when I discovered was by Van Morrison. Because it was on okay. a c- CD that, if my memory is correct, was called Top Secret. But I've that never it's... been able to find that, like, in stores or on Spotify or stuff like that. So I'm, like, mm. now I'm wondering, like, was that song on the soundtrack to, no. to no. Top Secret? It was not. Ah, oh, man. Close, but no cigar. This mystery eludes me. Was this like a mysterious burned CD, and that no. was the label? <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh No, the, 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 like it, it was. It, it was in a brand. Like so, the CD insert was like in a brown case, meant to look like a like a not not not, not, not a Manila folder, but something yes. similar. Right, and it had the stamp sure. top secret. Uh, but then the pages had the lyrics and pictures of the the of the musicians like in the studio as they were making the the stuff and recording it. Um, but it was it 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 was like a, a mix of different genres and styles and stuff like that. And that was the only song on that that I liked. And that I I I just like. From what I remember, it was a great cover, but I, mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever found that cover of that song. But then I've, I've, wow. I've gone back yeah. to be like, oh, this is a Van Morrison song. And I, I like that song. I just I don't know. It's it eludes me. It is a top secret CD. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I'm I am curious now what the theme of a CD would be of a compilation, presumably what yeah. that theme would be to where it is labeled top secret. Like That's, it might be one thing if it's like what what part of it is a secret from who? Why? That's why I'm wondering, like, was this a soundtrack to, to something that I don't know? And I, I like I mm. missed a like maybe the the uh it. It was a, a soundtrack to something else, and the subtitle was top secret. I don't know if they did something Maybe. weird like that, or that was just in the artwork, right? It was like some spy-related yeah. thing, and yeah. it just had t- top secret on there, but that was not the actual name. I'm not sure, but that's the, that is the thing that like stood out to me there. I've never found it. So, hmm. I don't know. Strange. Strange. 
There's got to be a compendium somewhere of like you type in the name of a song and the service tells you what movies and TV episodes it's been in. It probably is. That happens. That happens to me a lot where I hear a song and I'm like, I know this from something they, they have uh I, I think there's a website along the lines of like who sampled.com and mm-hmm. you can look up just like who sampled uh moon dance by van morrison right and that you know they'll uh it, it, it'll, it'll name all of the like so- songs that have taken samples mm-hmm. of that and like repurposed them and stuff like that yes um yeah there there has to be something like that out there for that but uh who knows who knows melissa i finished season one of modok it was really good sounds fun it was really fun (laughs) it was really funny uh you should absolutely check it out i i I will i thought about it it today and then I decided I don't like I was sitting down to eat breakfast and it's like, I'm not starting a brand new TV show first thing in the morning. That's lunch, <laughs> at least. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 not skits. It's not what root or what not, I was about to say. Rooster Rooster Android. Yeah. It's not skits like what Robot Chicken does. It is like a 22 minute long actual full length show um but yeah i mean it's it like it it is a good thing like if you just want something to sit down and watch while you're on your l- l- lunch like it it would be perfect or I, I will do it yeah it'll happen yeah um highly recommend that because i i hope they make more stuff like that like as much as i like all the stuff that's in the mcu mm-hmm. please give me more stuff that is not that is quality like I uh, like I I I want in because like Marvel animation like they've had Marvel cartoons and most of them yeah not great they're 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 okay and they have their yeah. moments um spectacular spectacular Spider Man I think is like top of the list there that one is which one's that one spectacular um. It's it's the one I want to say early two thousands. Let me see. It got c- c- canceled after like two seasons. It had its okay. its own theme so- so- song. Um, they they didn't go with the like classic Spider Man. Spider Man does whatever. They 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 had their own thing, and it was really good. Um. speaking of spider-man i found a wonderful picture this week of some um it's a a contemporary theater but it's like one of those old style you put up the individual letters like theater marquees Mm -hmm. and it's saying uh peter parker is spider-man and lists all the movie times and then it's got another marquee, you know, like the front of the theater comes out in a point. So it's got a two sided marquee. Yeah. So that's what it says on one side. And the other side, it says Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. And underneath it, it just says Bruce Campbell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which is true. I just think it's so funny that they didn't name the they name one performer from the film Spider-Man. And it's Bruce <laughs> Campbell. <laughs> this must be like their hometown or something. 
maybe or or i mean sam <laughs> Raimi and bruce K- 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 campbell right. have worked like together this. and you know they, it's just like bruce K- campbell is in this one too <laughs> guys well, I, I know guess. you've seen the you've seen the trailer you probably know we got toby mcguire we got kirsten dunce we're here at the marquee is here to tell you to make sure you know bruce campbell is also in this like they're not gonna <laughs> yeah. put him in the trailer but there he is yeah uh spe- the spectacular <laughs> spider-man was from 2008 uh lasted two seasons um and it was really really good uh and it got canceled and everyone was upset because it was actually good um but yeah like i like this is a completely different art style like it's all Mm -hmm. like action figures and 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 stuff like that this is back to the okay right show um but I, I want more of stuff like that. Like, take chances. Do weird sh- 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 shows. Yeah. Like, what if it's a slice of life, but it's this k- 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 character? Or what if it's a all action figures, but it's Steve Rogers, right? And they do the, that stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, I know we're g- getting what if. Um, yes. But that is still like based off the mcu kind of where it's like hey we're getting Mm -hmm. all the same actors for some of these and and stuff like that uh and i'm excited to see all the different art styles in that i'm hoping they do different art styles uh with that one which i think they are if i remember correctly i don't i I think each of them ended up looking similar enough to each other in terms of the art but they might be in other ways stylistically very different like one of them looks like it's a marvel zombies one which could lean way more into horror than like oh oh yeah they're absolutely gonna do that stuff of yeah like what if marvel zombies what if this person got this thing instead or what if uh they like the guardians of the galaxy were actually the avengers and the avengers were out in space and uh, (laughs) stuff like that they'll they'll do all sorts of things um kyle have you i I would love different art styles and stuff like that yeah that would be fun yeah maybe Mm -hmm. in the future they'll, they'll make another season called water if more what if than before. <laughs> Kyle, have you heard of Star Wars Detours? No, I have not. This was an animated series that was produced just before Disney bought Lucasfilm, and it has never been released. Oh, okay. No, I. I so this was produced familiar. by. Um, so George Lucas has always had like a it seems like a pretty good sense of humor about people making parodies of Star Wars. Like I heard a story where there was like a I mean, Mad Magazine Star Wars b- b- spoof b- b- books and stuff. Like he he had the like final say of like yes this is good. Yeah, or like, hey, yeah. if you want to do something on this k- 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 character like or in this time, here's what's happening. So go make your thing while all of this stuff is happening. Hmm. 
But like, there's a story where Mad Magazine did a Star Wars spoof and like the mm-hmm. Lucasfilm lawyers were very upset about it. And we're like, we're going to send them a cease and desist. And then the Mad Magazine editor was like, actually, here's a letter from George Lucas himself where he wrote to us and told us he loved it and asked if he could buy the original artwork. <laughs> and like he was apparently a fan of like the the robot chicken Star Wars specials. And this was a yeah. show produced by the robot chicken staff. I think it had a lot of other adult swim writers uh, uh, like I, it mentioned like writers from this show the video i was watching okay. about it was like it's got writers from this show and this show and this show and it named the venture brothers a show with two writers <laughs> some jackson public probably wrote on it but it was like a very irreverent more skit like take on star wars and it was like fully it was animated in like kind of um you know, like a, a, a 2010 CGI style. Yeah, it looked it looked. Yeah, it looked fine. And oh, it looked like it might be funny. And it was like full like they made a lot of episodes like they made like and I don't know if these were 22 or if these were like little like, you know, 13 minute chunks. They made like 30 something of them. Oh, wow. Like the thing was ready to go. And then Disney bought Lucasfilm and they're like, this doesn't fit with what Nothing we're doing over here. Ca- canon except the movies and the right. cartoon and whatever else right. you make like after <laughs> It was ready to go, but they didn't want to release it, but also it never like officially died. So I think I it seems like they might eventually release it because this video I was watching, I think oh, I I hope I'm citing this correctly. There's a really great lost media channel on YouTube called all things lost uh, that did a video for May the 4th about lost star Wars media. And it talked about this. And I think there was something like, uh, like the, the copyright still open on this or like it has, there's like a page for it. Like there's some record somewhere that indicates that like detours is not dead and like it could be released somewhere. Interesting. I'm I'm wondering if it's like they they just chose not to like they didn't cancel it. They just chose not to put it out and was like, maybe we'll save this idea for another time. Like, we'll see what we Mm. do with the new uh, stuff that we make and see how that works there. I mean, because now they are in a big time of expansion, right? They have the bad bad batch coming out i know uh i think within the past like six months to a year they started uh a new line of comics that are in a brand new age that they've not officially explored in in canon yet um so there's all all sorts of stuff with with that so yeah i mean they might just be gathering stories and stuff like that Sam yeah. says things Star Wars and Blazeball have in common. The expansion yeah. era. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um I when when so when when you said all things lost, of course my mind went immediately to the show Lost. But because you're no. t- talking about Star Wars, I was like, ooh. That'd be an interesting story of like, what if they did a similar premise to Lost, but set in the Star Wars universe? That would be cool. I would love it if like you got Jedi, you got Sith, and then you also have a Dharma initiative. Right? <laughs> like, I, 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 I like I like when 
cartoons and all sorts of shows mm. do homages to uh, 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 other like famous shows or movies when they when they do uh, like I know uh, Star Wars Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels have done homages to Seven Samurai and stuff like that, where it's like okay, small mm. town farm is being. Run down by the Empire, and so they hire the Jedi or whoever to yeah, you yeah. know help save them and stuff like that. I think it'd be neat if they did that with La 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 Lost. That would be so neat. There's Maybe so many homages me. you can make to Lost. No, I, a Lost reference is always great. I think everybody's happy to see the numbers pop up somewhere. For sure. There was a lost theme there was a lost themed episode of Phineas and Ferb. Was there really? <laughs> yes. Oh my god. I don't wow. really remember what happened. It had like one of the cast members in it, like maybe Terry O'Quinn was in it, playing like another one of the evil scientists that like Dr. Doofenshmirtz is colleagues with. I haven't seen this episode in years. I'll have to watch this again. Give me, give myself back into some Phineas and Ferb, which is a, a lovely place to be. I, I've probably mentioned it to you years ago when we first met. Um, but there's a comic book called Chew, and yes, yes, the, the premise is uh, he, the main character, has this power that when he eats things, he gets like a psychic Im- impression of this thing so if he eats for example a cheeseburger he sees the cow's last moments he knows what it ate he knows who killed it he knows where it was like all of that stuff and he then gets hired to be like a secret agent for the fda uh to eat like dead bodies and stuff to help solve the mysteries and things so it's basically i zombie if you've mm. seen that 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 show, I think the 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 show version, because uh, from what I understand, that comic is very different. Um, but yeah, it's a similar thing there. But the two main characters are based off of Miles and Sawyer from Lost, <sighs> especially in that one timeline when they're yes. cops and there's all these lost easter eggs in there they mention jeremy bentham they mention ah. all, all sorts of stuff like in the back in the back around artwork and stuff and it's wonderful and i'm, I'm like oh my god look at that thing it's great lost <laughs> easter eggs are always joyous i yeah. gotta hide some around my apartment <laughs> <laughs> there you go there you go um Last thing I so I I started rewatching season one of Preacher uh, this week. Okay, yes. Never finished the show, but I've seen the entirety of season one, and I thought it was about time to just go finish that show. Uh, So I'm like halfway through season one right now. It's good. I, I, it's interesting that they even made this show and that they Mm -hmm. were able to do it on like prime television um because that in that comic is the very definition of like in your face irreverent comedy like to the Mm -hmm. max like this is the definition (laughs) of 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 that 
it, it is to the max irreverent to the max um it's it's all about like cocaine and hookers and sex Uh and religion and all sorts of stuff just all mixed into one one big thing um and it's weird to see them try and do that without really doing that like it's it's still absurd and stuff but it's like man this book is just like so much more that it's just like I don't know how they're getting away with this in this show. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I remember walking away from season one just being like, eh, it's fine. But it went on for four seasons, so apparently wow. enough people watched it that they continued making it. So that's why I've I've been like, huh, maybe maybe I should go back and finish that one because because I loved the the comic. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's all the stuff that I've been watching this week. I've been watching old episodes of X-Files this week. I don't know. Oh. It's been rainy this week and this just puts me in an X-Files mood. That, that, that is a, a good X-Files, uh, good X-Files weather. Cloudy, yeah, or like rainy. the dead of summer. Yeah. <laughs> Cause hot, it would heat. Right, because I would rerun it in the summer and I would like I got to stay up like an hour later in the summer and I would get to like see some of these later reruns that like I would be missing during the school year. So, right. Yeah. Like late May, you know, it's it's hot outside. You're trying to fight turning the air conditioner on. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really hot in the house. But then to make up for it being hot, your parents buy you an ice cream treat You to watch Mulder and Scully solve a crime. Or, it's a yeah, good those, feeling. Those pops heckles that you you get at co- Costco and stuff that there's just like you plastic bought tubes. Of, yeah, you bought like a pack of sixty of them, and they're the whole box was like five bucks. <laughs> right, some of them are like that long. I went pops. to a parade once. We're like, in addition to throwing candy, like one truck was throwing out unfrozen Otter Pops. That's what I like. I so. I am the weird kid, and that's how I would eat them. Like, I would wait for them to melt all the way, and then I would just drink it. That's what I would do. <laughs> like, I, I would God, be I like, want an oh, otter pop. popsicle. That's what I need. I would just like, ah, not grape juice. That's what I need. <laughs> Melted popsicle. Why don't uh, we have other otter goodness. foods? Why is it only pops? I I don't I don't know if I would want an otter burger. <laughs> no, like not like it's made out of otter and otter pop, of course, isn't. But just like I want like a little cartoon otter with a silly name. Like, look, we got little orphan orange. Uh, we got what's this guy's name? St- strawberry guy. Little orphan strawberry. Orange. Sh- what happened? She to does his look parents. S- I don't know. She looks sad. She has a dog. I it's a little One cartoon, day, so I can't tell will, if it's like become Batman. <laughs> we got uh, uh yeah, Sir Isaac Lime. He's a scientist. Maybe he can invent I new parents. Knight. I am the orange. Alexander Alexander the orange. Grape. So you've got history for kids. And his arch nemesis, annoying orange. <laughs> 
<sighs> okay. Enough of that. Um, well, listen, we got some Marvel news this week. Yeah. We got some Marvel news that I think we should discuss. So cue the Marvel section of the podcast. <laughs> Kyle, you're gonna have uh, to make see. us like a little musical sting that you can hit every time we're gonna talk about Marvel right? yeah. news. Yeah, exactly. Ants, uh, ants, Ant Man. <laughs> uh, did did you have something you you wanted to mention about Ant Ant Man? No, no, I, I'm just I, I'm quoting. No, that promo video. Like, we should just take the audio from that. You know that video? It's like 15 seconds long, and it's just Paul Rudd and Michael Douglas, and there's like drumming on their thighs and chanting, Ants! Ants! <laughs> I don't know if I've seen it's, that. It's so frantic. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so we got, let's see, we got confirmation that Moon Knights will be played by Oscar Isaacs. That was pretty much known, but it yeah, was I never we like, didn't officially have confirmed. Yeah, yeah, so they have well now officially good. confirmed that. Uh, I don't know why autocorrect uh, changed the name of that, but Dani, is that how do you pronounce her name? I've Dan, never heard it spoken. Uh, Michonne from The Walking Dead is reprising her role as O. Koye uh, in the Disney Plus sh show. Uh, See, this is what surprised me because I don't remember specifically right. being told that there was going to Danny, be a Black deny? Panther Disney Plus show. So I think it's um, deny. Yeah, d d deny Guerrera. Uh, she. So um, now I'm blanking on his name. Is it? It's Ryan. Kugler, who's di directing it, right? Yeah. So he's he signed on to a five-year deal with Disney Plus to make various content with them. Some of that mm. is like new original stuff, and some of that is uh, like a like a, a Wakandan-based show. Uh, okay. Or it's like set in the MCU. Um, and so she, she will be reprising her role as Okoye. Uh, in, Good. In that. Uh, I'm sorry, I forgot about the existence of that show. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, I, 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 I don't know if we have official confirmation of what the title of that will be, if that's going to be right. World of Wakanda or... It feels very far away. Or if that will be, I cannot speak, agents of Wakanda. Uh, oh, I thought you were going to say age of Wakanda. Like they were just taking the concept of an age back from Ultron. No, um, no, there are comics with those names. Okay. Agents of Wakanda and... World yeah, of good. Wakanda. Um, so that, that might a world. Be yeah. Um, and then Aaron Taylor Johnson is going to be playing Craven in the new Spider Man movie, No Way Home. Now, hold on. Let's take this one item at a time. I saw he was going to be 
Craven, it said in an upcoming upcoming Sony Marvel project. I figured that oh. was something over in like the Isn't that what that news that item said? You posted this. Right. I, I, I just ass- assumed, I guess, it was the next uh, He's Spider-Man Yeah, it says he's playing film. Craven the Hunter for Sony Pictures. So I thought that's going to be in, like, the more, more Morbius, uh, uh, you know, Venom era. Right. He's going to headline Craven the Hunter, the motion picture, further oh. expanding Sony Pictures' efforts... To capitalize on its trove of Marvel comic characters with connections to Spider-Man. Yeah. Why is that his own movie? Why wouldn't that? Why wouldn't he just be a villain in a Spider-Man movie? His whole thing is that he's hunting Spider-Man. Well, he's he's got to have at least an hour and forty-six minutes of other events that happen in his life, and that's what this movie would be. No one cares about those events. He's a hunter. That, that that's it. Like he's, he's he can hunt other stuff. He can hunt a venom. He can hunt a carnage. A, a living vampire. That's the thing. He's not. He's not interested. Like at, at least in the c- comics, he's not interested in that. He thinks that like his whole thing is that he's he's hunted like uh, tigers and elephants and rhino and all that stuff. He thinks he's conquered them all, except for. Man, and he thinks that Spider Man represents like the the peak like physical like human that you could you could sure. be. So he like goes after him and hunts him down, and that's his whole thing. That's it. I imagine I can't. That can't be his whole thing. That does sound like most of the thing. I'm, but I mean, I they've they've fleshed it out in years after that, and he's had conflicts with other people, I'm sure. But that's his main thing. And Craven's mm. la, la, well, right. So Craven's last hunt, which is mm. probably like the most. F- famous Craven sto- 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 story um, is a sto- a story in which he kills Spider Man or se- seemingly ki- kills Spider Man and then re- re- replaces him and is like I'm the new Spider Man I can do it be- be better and spends like a couple weeks trying to be Spider Man. <laughs> what a bad time for New York City. I, I mean, he 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 did okay, okay, kind of, uh, but yeah, that that's his that's his yeah. whole thing. Yeah, I I don't know anything about Craven the Hunter. I knew that he did want to kill Spider Man. I've seen pictures of him. I think he's covered in animals. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. He's mildly interesting to me. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean. I, I, I'm willing to see new takes on the character because he is one of those characters where he he really seems out of place most of the time. Uh, I like his character, but it's just it's still like, all right, dude, you're walking around in like a lion fur and like leopard print pants. Ah! What are you doing here? Uh, And and. Yeah, his whole thing is that he's this like super masculine hunter and he thinks he's just conquered them all, that he's the best of the of the best. But if they can 
if they can do like a more modern take on that, I, I, I don't necessarily want to see him as a mercenary. Yeah. But it, yeah, like I, if, I mean, by all means, if you can make it work, show, show me. So we will see. Right. We'll, we'll see what they have to, to do there. But speaking and of. I, I, <laughs> no, I'm not done. Go ahead. What do you. I, I think it's funny that in a year where we've already had a Quicksilver uh, reused in another role, that it, it, is ha- it keeps happening. It's happened. This has all happened before. <laughs> it's just like a Quicksilver shell game. Which- coming, yeah. <laughs> We're just moving Quicksilvers around. Never waste a Quicksilver. You use every part of the Quicksilver. <laughs> And so you put him in another part. Oh, like the photo that Variety chose to represent Aaron Taylor Johnson. It's a great looking photo. He looks yeah. like he could be a great Craven. He's pretty good yeah. in Tenet. Yeah. Here, there you go. Which I I I saw some, someone mention that and then be like, wait, he was in Tenet? And just like yeah. had no idea he was in there, and then like they're like, eh. yeah, I, I, I didn't notice him like until the last scene, and then we right. was like, oh, that's who that was. <laughs> that's who that actor was there. Mm. Um, I, I don't know. So there, there is, there is. A, I, I remember more recent Spider-Man co- comics. Uh, there is, uh, like Craven's son that that uh that started to come up and do some stuff there so i'm wondering if they are gonna do something with that and uh it's he's not the little original hunter yeah get all little little craven you know he's a little, look at him go you know <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah he he was like at the age where he was now taking on the name Craven the Hunter as as the like, hey, this is your family's legacy. What are you g- going to do with that? Your f- father was the one who conquered the jungle and, you know, h- hunted all of these these wild beasts and stuff like that. What are you hunting next? Um, mm-hmm. Or something like that. Um, so they could do something with that, <laughs> which I, I, th- I think would be neat. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah, so he's not going to be part of the MCU as, as near as we can tell right now. He's in that, you know, that whole area is amorphous where like you've got yeah. Morbius and it looks like he's talking to the vulture and they've got a poster in there of Spider-Man and it's the Raimi Spider-Man. Was that on purpose? What does that mean? So we, we have yet to see. And speaking of all of that, though. It's a new report has apparently suggested that No Way Home will have a multiversal (laughs) Sinister Six. Now, words like report and suggest are very, very vague. Very vague indeed. But they're they're, at at least when they say like report, suggest, like they are basing it off of something. From who? From um, whom? I'm you may ask where you've here. heard this. Uh, I saw it on my Twitter and I retweeted it or I, I quote tweeted it basically being like, uh, yeah, I could have told you that like three years ago. Right. Uh, <laughs> you could 
have released this news in like November when they were like, hey, guys, Jamie Foxx is back and he is electro. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is from CBR.com, which is comicbookresources.com. Com, uh, mm-hmm. published four hours ago by Tim Adams, uh, who writes the Sinister Six, a collection of Spider-Man's greatest villains, are reportedly set to make their Marvel Cinematic Universe debut in Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, quote: A lot of speculation is Craven the Hunter part of the sinister six is uh that there is 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 that what they're building towards is he going to be in spider-man theory i don't really know uh at this point any more jeff snyder said on the snyder cut podcast uh but here's what I heard last month. It's obvious that they're building to uh, the Sinister Six in Spider-Man 3, which is Spider-Man No Way Home, blah, blah, blah. Who is this Jeff Snyder guy? That's what right. I want to know. <laughs> and it's it's not Snyder as in Snyder, <laughs> like Zack Snyder. It's, it's Snyder as in the pretzels. Heir right. to a pretzel fortune, pretzel magnate, where he's in. Who is? Okay, Snyder Cut Podcast. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, no, thank you. I, this episode is brought to you by Snyder's Pretzels, Snyder's of Hanover. Bring them into your home. Right. Snyder. Yeah, I, uh, I have a. Is there a canonical He's Sinister Six? Okay. Is there a canonical Sinister Six? Like, it's always the same six guys, or is it, like, it's usually Doc Ock, you know, usually Vulture, but, there's like, a, the, there's some you know, usual people suspects. rotate out. Right. Um, the usual suspects would be, like, the Lizard, Mysterio, Scorpion, Doc Ock, Electro, um... And then Rhino? Rhino would be one of them. Yeah. And then I'm sure there's a few others you could put in there. Um, that, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that's kind of who we're building towards because we've 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 seen the vulture who could be one of those like, oh, yeah, he's a member of this Hennister six. Mm. Um, we've seen Mysterio. We've seen Mac Gargan, who is Scorpion and also has history Scorp. as Venom. Um, and oh, he's not he's he's one of the people who's who's been Venom. But Venom is usually, as we know, Eddie Barack. Uh, I don't think mm. they're p- 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 bringing Venom or the symbiotes into all of this, but there is still speculation on that. We don't know. Symbiotes is uh, maybe too much to deal with in one film. Um, we've also seen we've seen Sh- Shocker get exploded. I think he's, yeah. he's no longer around. We've seen the tinkerer i don't remember what happened to him yeah i think he's um, out there he's somewhere 
Yeah. Uh, who else? Who else? Of course, we we now know that Alfred Molina as Doc Ock mm. and Jamie Foxx as Electro are in right. there. So that's like there's seven possible villains. I don't think the Tinkerer is going to be one. We also know Morbius <laughs> uh, is out there, right? Well, he's right? out there. So, he lurks. Uh, yeah, like there's there's options. They I at one there are points they were also going to do a black cat and silver sable movie, and then yeah. that seemed to be canceled under a bunch of stuff of like, what if we don't do that one? So mm-hmm. maybe they bring in silver sable or something like that. I feel like they would want some female representation. <laughs> On, on Girl the Boys Club, the Sinister there, right? Six. Yeah. Although, although, in Spider-Man, Turn Off the Dark, where Green Goblins got a Sinister Six with them, there is a knife woman named Swiss Miss. Like a Swiss Army knife. Like she's covered in blades and attachments. <laughs> I'm just... Please. Up to uh, leave. That's it. We're, don't, we're done. None of that, please. <laughs> l- let us not forget an important villainess uh, in Marvel Swiss history Swiss. and Broadway and Broadway history. <laughs> like I, I get the name. Swiss ch- cheese has h- holes in it, right? You, you have a knife. You stab someone. They now have a hole a sw- in them. Swiss, Swiss Army the knife. First thing, right, right. But but the, the, the first thing that I think of when you say Swiss Miss is hot chocolate. Yeah. Marshmallows. Like that. I didn't say it was like, a. <laughs> it's not it's a, a well written name. musical. They tried their best. It's a terrible name. It's not great, but she she lives. She lives out there. There is Swiss Miss. I'll pass. I don't know who one. the other ones are. Who else is in a freak like me needs company? Uh, Spider Man, turn off the dark. Uh, a freak like me needs company. We gotta watch this. Women villains. Um. Oh, what's what's her name? Um, I think. Let's see, Spider-Man villain. Let's see. All of these are oh, that's just oh, super villains. That's not what I want. Dangerous women in Spider-Man's life. <laughs> Cat. Spider Gwen. Yes. Get out of here. She's not. She's Super not dangerous. Well, yeah, she. Well, she is, but she can be a threat. But she's not a threat to us. Well, the, yeah, the list is like the most dangerous women in Spider-Man's life, and they right. have Black Cat. She's dangerous 15, to heart. Spider Gwen at number fourteen. Sharik at number thirteen. Silver Sable oh, at twelve. Yeah. Scream at number eleven. Silk at number right. ten. Come on. Guys, uh, Madam Web, yeah, could be dangerous, Madam but Web. no thanks. Uh, Spider Woman, um, the Maddie F- Franklin version, Menace, I don't even really know who that is. Uh, 
Chathra. I don't even know who that is. That looks uh, mentioning. No, no, she's speaking to Kane there. Uh, Spider Girl, Anya Corazon. Like, these aren't necessarily villains. They're just like, here's some badass women in his life. And most of them aren't really in his life. Like, number one is Spider Girl May Parker, who doesn't even exist in regular continuity. Yeah. Uh, well, Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Right. <laughs> you see how good Swiss Miss looks now? Swiss, yeah, Swiss, Swiss Miss is looking real nice right about now. Mm. Uh, yes. Multiversal Sinister Six sounds cool. Sounds as likely as anything. We're in a field where really all we can do is stare out into the middle distance with our chin in our hand and dream. Wraith. That's who I was thinking of. Wraith. I'd like to see it, but honestly, like, to have a whole six... And then the allure of possibly bringing in the other Peters. That's very many people. I'd take just the two Peters and Electro and Doc Ock. Like, <laughs> I don't need more. I'll, I'll trade in four villains for two Peters, please. See, I, I think I would rather have the villains show up than the other Peters. But at the end of the day, I, I, I think... I think I would I'd prefer all of this stuff to just be cameos ultimately. Yeah. Because yeah. like what like look, into the Spider-Verse was amazing, but not everything needs to be that. Like Right, yeah. A lot of it not, was small. Not every Spider-Man's story is a multiversal story. Like, do you know that a big part of his history is clones and stuff like that? Like, why yeah, have we not right. gotten a clone saga? right we've dealt with no clones in the mcu closest we got was that copy of vision well there's there's life model decoys and stuff like that and there's squirrels and stuff like that but like not a clone yeah there's there's no uh, like especially spider-man like that is a big part of his story and wow and uh, yeah it's just like hasn't even been mentioned in any of the movies hasn't even been mentioned in the MCU. Like, just no one wants to touch that. But they now, well, is this... all of a sudden, we're like, multiverse, Spider-Man. That's the one. Yeah. I I think Spider-Man, we've talked about this. Spider-Man lends himself to a multiverse, not in what is in his actual canon, but what is around his canon the fact this is a character we've seen various iterations of over and over again for decades, and you had those big Tobey Maguire movies who were really getting it right and then kind of fell off the rails with three, and they're like, okay, pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off, we're going to try it again. There's this nice new boy named Andrew. Those don't go as great. Finally, and like, I, I spent so much of my life 
when I think well, back on it with people like in my life has been a series of up and downs with Spider-Man's great man. They're never, they're never going to make a really good Spider-Man movie. It's never going to get yeah. off the ground. Like just uh, the public opinion of Spider-Man and the various yeah. iterations of Spider-Man and how he's got this life in meta culture that just loops and loops and loops. I yeah. think that that, that makes sense. Lends then- itself to a multiverse story. They've- they, I mean, they've d- done stuff. So there, there is, there is an actual like comic c- 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 called Spider Verse, mm. uh, where they got the idea um, for that movie. But there is also Spider-Man lore with um, this this idea that you know, you know how like a spider can be on its web and know like which web like which lines of web yeah. are sticky and which ones aren't and like all of that stuff like yes it, like if something hits the web like all the way down there it knows because of like the vibe the vibrations so i mentioned the character madam web on that list that that's who she kind of mm. is she is like this seer of stuff she's like mm-hmm. tuned in to the web so to speak and can like okay not, not the worldwide web not the inter web but just this idea that she is like connected to all of these different like spider related characters whether that be in the same universe or not and she can like predict things of like oh this thing happened over here which means that's gonna cause a problem for you over there and stuff like that so there there is some neat stuff you can do with that um i I, i'm not not necessarily a huge fan of all of that stuff in the comics um they could use it like spider-man tried to do the like whole bat family thing where there's like ah. multiple spider and they just like that's not it like there's nothing there that's really keeping them together and so when it ha- happens it's just like why are you all here this doesn't really make sense um but who knows you, you know who's a good spider who's a good spider the one from James and the Giant Peach and let's just all spider. take a moment and think about her. <laughs> good for her. Yeah. <laughs> There's so that, many that, that other spiders that have nothing to do with Spider-Man. We got her. We got Shelob from Lord of the Rings. Uh, we got the big mechanical one from Wild Wild West. We, we got Charlotte from Charlotte's Charlotte, Web, right? Classic spider. Yeah. There you go. Watch uh, Mojo's top ten spiders. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I don't remember her name either. Sam, the one from James and the Giant Peach. I think her. They were all just like Miss or Mister whatever. She was oh, just Miss Spider. Right. She had that, a beret. That sounds, yeah. That sounds about she, right. She might have been actually. Susan Sarandon. I don't remember. This is Susan Spider person um yeah ham says it's just miss spider uh also also sam very helpful put that ant-man video in our discord okay neat good 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 
Um, let's see. Moving on to <laughs> DC news, I just wanted to mention this really fast. So they. I opened been... my. Br- <laughs> I opened my browser and it's still on pictures of otter pops. Please continue. <laughs> okay. Uh, so DC. Comics has been announcing some casting for their Green Lantern show that they're working on for HBO Max. And it's been a little baffling. Uh, the first, Baffling? Yeah, the first character that they announced that they cast was Guy Gardner. Now, I, I know enough about Green Lantern to know kind of who some of these Green Lanterns are. I've read a bunch of the post-crisis green lantern uh so i i i I know who most of these characters are but i i don't feel like i'm an expert in all things green lantern and stuff like that i can tell you right now i do not like guy gardner he is a i've heard that before i i think he's an interesting character to have exist I, I think there is a reason to have him be there. But they said that he was going to be like the star of the show. So the the ca- character of Guy Gardner was uh, he is this like sexist, misogynistic pig. Like he is not a good guy at, at all. But in... Uh, Hal Jordan's uh, origin story where the ring picks him. It actually went Uh to Guy Gardner first, but he was in a coma. And so it went to someone else. Uh, And and so eventually he finds that out. He's like, what the fuck? Like that that was supposed to be me. I'm supposed to be, you know, the green lantern of 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 Earth. He's just a terrible person. And especially when green lanterns can basically be looked at as like space cops and the recent discussions on police brutality and stuff like that yeah, here in the United States and around the world. To have that be the character of like, hey, our show is going to focus on this like racist, sexist, <laughs> loudmouth pig. And it's just like, really? I don't, well, what are you doing? <laughs> well, I'm sure, I'm sure that that's like... Like he he will have a journey. Maybe that's him in the first episode, but that's I, not going to be him by like the end of the whole thing. And that's the thing. I I I I don't know how I feel about that story. I don't know if that's the story they need to tell right now. Right. Like I can understand that it might have value, but I I also think. But that's like that's you said. This is probably a guy who has value as a part of an ensemble. But it is weird that you said that. You're like that is the protagonist that's the that that, that, that's the thing i think it's totally fine for that character to exist they can tell stories around that idea where maybe he is someone who takes things too far and stuff like that but we have other green lanterns that are all existing at the same time which sam uh mentions the the one from the cartoon uh john stewart who was the yes uh green lantern 
today they announced that they cast Alan Scott, who is technically mm-hmm. the first Green Lantern before there was a Green Lantern yes. core existed. Like he's yeah. not really related to the actual Green Lantern core, and he's also gay. Like he is an he is an he is an openly gay character uh in 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 the dc universe so that's neat but it's like Mm -hmm. have a gay green lantern you have a black one you have uh you have a white one who's maybe not the best but it is more recognizable like you have hal jordan uh there like you could tell all of their stories hell you could tell this the the story of sinestro and how he quit the green lanterns you tell us about kilowog exactly kilowog is great i would love a whole story about him that focused on him you have an entire galaxy of green lanterns because it's a core there's multiple Mm -hmm. and you have to pick the one that is a racist sexist like homophobic like it's it's like what are you doing what are you doing so that's strange (laughs) I don't. I don't know any. I I know very little about DC. Uh, I believe that this this was probably chosen purposefully. This is going to be uh, a a story that's about learning. A story that's about becoming a better person. It's. I see. I think at, at least right now, that story is maybe better served for a character who's there and involved but more of a side character yeah. again exactly yes <laughs> like why is this the main it character? is a core i don't know but yeah i don't i don't know i i feel bad making uh judgments ahead of time yeah <laughs> based on comic books i've never read on a tv show i've never seen and that's like all could i can do doing a different take where he's not the like racist sexist stuff and mm. it is more of the like Hey, I got robbed of this position that uh, like I I felt like I was like cut out for like is there's like do I need to better myself like self some way in that way? Like that I think is a much mm-hmm. more acceptable v- v- version of that. But the fact that he is known for being this thing, it's like this is everything we've been saying is bad. <laughs> like it, that is the the issue here so i don't know uh, um, all we can do is just hope for the best i the i best. i choose Fingers to play, play, place a lot of optimism in people who are writing things out there yeah we'll see i'm i'm excited for this story i'm excited for hbo max to do more uh DC comics related content and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I so I like the lore. What little I know about it of the Lantern Corps. I think the lanterns are lanterns in every color: green, yellow, blue, yeah. every color of the rainbow that you can name. I think they're all pretty yeah. interesting. Yeah. Uh, Sam says HBO Max needs to renew Infinity Train. Yeah, Infinity mm-hmm. Train was really good. We finished season four like a week or two ago. Um, yeah, I, I, I liked it a lot. I, I, that was a weird show because it started out as a kid's 
show but had very like dark undertones and then once they did the like final two seasons or, or whatnot on uh on hbo max they, they, they were like yeah this is no longer a kid show where we're, this is gonna be more <laughs> for adults and it was like oh this got very dark um mm. but yeah it's a good show good show indeed uh melissa i have a little bit of sad news that i i think we should end uh-huh. the show with uh end on here i yeah i we don't we, i mean there's not like much like short things well i, I guess there's there's a, there's one uh, 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 other thing we could do after that about the the, the the book that we have on our notes here uh but i have i at least have to mention rest in peace to kevin clark uh, whose mm-hmm. career I'm largely not familiar with. I don't know if he stayed in acting or 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 not or what he did. Uh, but he was the drummer in School of Rock. Uh, and I saw that news th- this week, and I was like, oh, that sucks. Um, yeah. But something that was inter- interesting about that is I I remember when School of Rock came out, and. Even when I watched that movie back then, I really thought those kids were younger than me. Like, I, I don't know why ex- exactly, but it was just like, they look younger than me. And apparently not. He was two years older than me. He was only 32 wow. Um, wow. When, he, when he passed away this, this, this week. Uh, so that's really sad. Um, but shout out to him. Rest in peace to Kevin Cook. Clark. Uh but you're right. We should not end that on a <laughs> downer. Uh so Melissa, you also have some news 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 uh yeah. here that we can news news, news news. How do you like me? How do you like me? News news news. news, news just news. a little just a little blurb from my my podcast feed. Uh, I, I know we're both fans of the Pacific Northwest Stories family of audio dramas. We talked yeah. to Paul Bay, creator of the Black Tapes, uh, it's yeah. a month or two ago, which was delightful. You guys should go uh, check another that show. Out. Mm-hmm, another show uh, in that family is Rabbits, which I think you haven't listened to yet is I that correct not. that's the one that's b- b- I, based on like uh or it's it's about this like augmented reality game kind of yeah, thing yeah it's like uh yeah it's like um a weird alternate reality scavenger hunt type of game yeah, yeah and it's about a, a this journalist whose friend was looking into this thing and then she disappeared and nobody's sure well was she kidnapped you know, did she just run away start a new life somewhere like nobody really knows what happened to this woman and so our protagonist is thinks it's this game and goes and looks into this game like did she actually start playing this not just investigating it uh did she run afoul of the of the game wardens yeah or have we been playing it all along playing it right, now. <laughs> right it's one of those it's i dig it a lot it's got some neat concepts in it uh it's from like Five years ago or something at this point, mm-hmm. I just re-listened to all of it conveniently enough. And then I just got a, a new little episode in my feed this week. Not a full episode, but just saying and that uh, creator. Yeah. Ter- yeah. Creator Terry Miles has written a novel based on the world of this audio drama. That's so cool. I don't think it's like necessarily like the same characters. I wasn't able to find like a ton of information about it, at least not like 
written down. <laughs> they might have said more details in the little announcement audio file that I'm not recalling now. But yeah, it comes okay. out soon. It comes out in like mid-June. So I had to find somewhere to go order that. It's got uh, interesting. Uh, it's got a blurb from Corey Doctorow. Uh, a taut mystery play for a time of conspiratorial madness. A review from Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus says to read it. There you go. Um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. There's a lot of podcasters out there who have been making like novels out of their yeah. stories and, and stuff like that. Novels like, I think and graphic novels. Lauren Shippen has two books. That's out there based on the bright sessions, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Uh, yeah. Good stuff. Good on them. Yeah, I'm always happy to see a podcast reach another format, be, be a two format concept. Indeed. Uh, you know what? I totally forgot in the middle of our thing, since we have the new ask, the, the, the new way to do our house caping uh oh, i want right. to do that more in the middle of the show so i think what i'm gonna do is go back somewhere in there and splice it in um so oh, oh okay we you've already heard housekeeping but uh <laughs> we did mention our interview you with paul Bay. <laughs> so please go check go check that out that was a lot of fun there were some really good <laughs> stories uh in that that, that was that a was, very fun episode what a great experience we got to have it was uh and we'd we would like to give a big shout out to our patreon supporters at the five dollar tier and above and shout out to sam uh who has been sam. in the chat here with yeah. us yeah sam messaged me says there's time so thank you says there's bad weather so she may be flickering in and out of the chat but she's here in spirit yeah, yeah, she she mentioned that in the in the chat. Uh, but yeah, thank you, Sam, so much for supporting us. We appreciate it. It means a lot. Uh, but let's see with that. I think that about wraps us up. Melissa, mm -hmm. let's do a tease for what we might do this next week on the captain's log you had something What's next week down here that I oh, think we could oh, turn right, into that. like a, I, a main thing that we just completely I for missed <laughs> i forgot I, I didn't know like if we were coming up on one of our annual episodes like next next week is trivia already and i have to start preparing trivia not 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 yet but we have done a fantasy giraffe in the pa pa past uh and i think we might do another one okay yeah because you you had one written down here. Do do you wanna let them know what the, that is? Yeah, I'm just thinking about malls. I think tomorrow I might return to my local mall for the first time in 15 months, except for the one time I stepped in just long enough to buy one Auntie Anne's pretzel, and I turned around right, yeah. and left. <laughs> that about drafting your dream mall? Pick some anchor stores, some little interior stores. Pick a you know some. Uh, counter service places for a food court yeah. pick a nice table service restaurant pick an attraction a movie theater a, a mini golf course what does yours have that would be fun i i say we do that for this next week okay building building your your dream mall <laughs> dream mall good stuff good stuff uh melissa where can they find you on the internet 
You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities, where me and my brother Jams talk about weird old kids shows you feel like only you remember. Uh, I think our latest episode at this time should be on the Disney Channel original movie, Phantom of the Megaplex, which is my personal favorite DCOM, uh, but one that doesn't come up too often. I think it's underrated. Okay. Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. That is exciting to hear. Go check that stuff out. Uh, If you guys want to stay up to date with me, I'm at Yo Kyle Springer uh, on Twitter. E3 is coming up around the corner. Speaking of which, Melissa, we're going to have you on crossplay in like a week or so here uh, (laughs) to uh, be our human magic eight ball uh, for Mm. E3 predictions and stuff like that. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Be on the lookout for that uh, on our crossplay feed which is our video game podcast um yeah if you guys want to stay up to date with all of the shows and stuff that we do here at the whatnots go follow us on twitter at the whatnots go like share subscribe you guys know the deal with all of that stuff and i believe that is about it so we will get out of here this has been number 145 of the captain's log uh we made it all the way to the end of the show without saying the name of the show (laughs) An hour right, and 36 yeah. minutes uh, in. So us. welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Captain's <laughs> Log. We're going to get out of here. We're done. Nah, nah, uh, we will night. see you all next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>